0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Campus Beat. I'm your host, Dinah Jansen. I have the great pleasure of welcoming Danuta Searhouse, Digital Development Coordinator for the Agnes Etherington Art Center, here in studio today. Welcome. Hi. Really great, exciting news coming out of the Agnes just in the last few days, um, uh, uh, given uh, that there's a new a very large grant, a $50,000 grant from Canada Council for the Arts uh, Digital Strategy Fund. Congratulations. Thank you. That's pretty exciting stuff. Yes. Looking forward to hearing a little bit more about what, what that is and, <laughs> and what's coming up for yeah. you. Uh, but first, before diving in, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at the Agnes Etherington Art Centre?
1: Um, Well, I moved here from Ottawa about six months ago now, so I started my new role as the Digital Development Coordinator at the Agnes in mid-December last year. Um, And then this is just a new role at Agnes that was created to enrich and expand some of the presence of the Bader collection of European art uh, through digital tools and throughout online, on the website and the Internet. Um, So I'm working very closely with Agnes staff uh, to research and deploy new ways in which we can digitally augment Uh, the documentation of the Bader collection um, in our online collections database, creating accessible digital versions of existing publications that we've published in the past, uh, developing new platforms for digital projects uh, like virtual exhibitions (laughs) and digital publications, and also integrating the collection into wider and related uh, research networks, such as like within the digital humanities, for example.
0: Okay. So I read in the Gazette that you do uh, work including deploying state-of-the-art interactive digital tools for in-gallery experiences. Mm-hmm. You've told us about your role. Um, what do the day-to-day activities look like? Uh, what does it mean to deploy state-of-the-art interactive digital tools. What is that?
1: Well, for example, um, one of the projects that I'm also working on is developing an in-gallery interactive, uh, a digital interactive that will accompany the upcoming exhibition Leiden Circa 1630, Rembrandt Emerges, curated mm-hmm. by Dr. Jacqueline Coutre, our Bader Curator and Researcher of European Art. Um, this is going to be an interactive map, so we'll have a touchscreen screen. Um, looking at the different geographical points of Rembrandt and the other artists in the exhibition on a historical map uh, from 1630. So it's going to be adding an extra didactic layer uh, within the gallery
0: that people can look at on a touch screen. Okay, so how did you learn how to do that kind of stuff? What, what's your background? Well,
1: my background uh, is actually in art history and digital humanities. Mm-hmm. And I've also taken um, web design and learned how to code uh, and marry those two things um, together. However, I'll just be coordinating the project. We'll be hiring um, contractors to actually do the work. Okay. But- so a lot of my role is administrative and making partnerships and um Liaising and coordinating these things,
0: but you still get to understand the yes. uh, the behind the scenes, underneath stuff. That's really neat. Yeah,
1: it's a lot of fun for me. Yeah,
0: what a great <laughs> skill set you have! Wow. Um, so, tell us uh, a little bit more about your own artistic background, perhaps.
1: Um. Well, I'm a practicing fiber artist. Um, I do a lot of things related to uh, rug hooking and woven wall hangings and things like that. So it's completely not digital. (laughs) Um, I do cross stitching. (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. Um, So yeah, I've only been doing it for about a year now. um, But I've had exhibitions in Ottawa and I actually have some of my work up at Open Studios downtown, uh, which is great. And all of my pieces tend to reference some sort of art history. One of the series that I recently did looked at sculpture and art history uh, and the representations of women um, and how they've changed over time. So that was one thing that I was trying to work through.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, thank you very much for that. So how did your journey ultimately lead you to the Agnes?
1: Um, Well, most of my professional career over the last seven years has in some way incorporated a digital component um, from either digitizing archival materials, collections management, curating online exhibitions, uh, augmented reality content, (laughs) um, managing social media and web design, Um, I've also worked in university art gallery environments and archival environments before um, where I've also had the privilege to work on some digital projects at for example, at Carleton University. Mm-hmm. Um, and then most recently, I was curatorial assistant in Canadian art at the National Gallery of Canada, um, where I did uh, administrative and research support for curators on the major reinstallation that just happened uh, in 2017 of the Canadian and Indigenous galleries. Um, but yeah, I've been really drawn to working with digital projects. And when the Digital Development Coordinator position came up at AGNES. Uh, It was kind of a dream come true for me. It was like the perfect
0: job. (laughs) (laughs) And we're very happy to hear that you are here. So again, congratulations to you and your team Mm -hmm. on the $50,000 that you've now received from the Canada Council for the Arts Digital Strategy Fund. That's a massive grant. uh, And yes, hearty congratulations. Um, What will the... Grant helped the Agnes do in the realm of digital development.
1: Um, Thank you. Yeah, we're really excited and thankful to receive this grant from the Canada Council's Digital Strategy Fund. Um, This grant is really going to help us to develop a digital strategy that will help to expand our presence and engagement with the contemporary Indigenous art collections in particular. Um, It will really allow us to examine how we are presenting these collections online and in gallery and to identify uh, different opportunities where digital technology can help to expand our programming a little bit further, mm-hmm. um, like within our exhibitions, our research practices, residencies, um, and also our publications. And this is also just kind of inspired by the work that we're doing with the Bader Collection of European Art, and we'd really kind of like to harness the power of these technologies to create more and expanded avenues of participation within the contemporary and indigenous art collections locally but also globally. Okay Mm
0: -hmm. so uh, when I read the news release in the Gazette recently as well um, it talked a little bit about uh, how the grant is going to be funding a digital needs assessment Mm -hmm. and digital strategic plan. So what are these things in the context of arts organizations?
1: Right um So digital has kind of become embedded across all museums and as an inevitable consequence, roles have changed to now require more technological and digital skills within museum staff in the way that we do our business. Mm -hmm. Um, So one of the things that a lot of museums are doing now are to do these needs assessments in order to develop a digital strategy. So a digital needs assessment assessment is a process that helps you to identify where in your organization that you might want to improve your digital programs and skills. And that also can show you any gaps between where you are with currently um, with regards to your digital programming and then where you want to be able to get to within those areas. Uh, They can be very useful in discovering opportunities for digital tools and programs and to engage visitors and to identify those kinds of achievable goals that will allow you to get to a place where you can seize hold of those opportunities and then make them a reality. And then that's where the digital strategy comes in. Uh, That's kind of the roadmap to how you get there. So these things really kind of look at your audience in a museum, who is accessing your collections online, who is visiting your website, uh, who wants access to the kinds of curatorial research being done at your institution. And it can also help you to find new ways to engage new audiences uh, and new generations and all sorts of abilities. Additionally, they'll look at your staff resources uh, who on your staff is already doing digital and how can they help others in your institution who aren't that Mm -hmm. digitally literate or uh, who don't have the skills yet Um, and they also look at the infrastructures that you already have in place and kind of get a sense for where you can improve and give you a sense of where your institution is going and
0: so an environmental like scan. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, who's going to be doing this kind of work?
1: Well, we will be hiring a consultant uh, to help help us over the next year or so with this project. So we're going to be doing uh, pre-selections of firms uh, mm-hmm. and consultants within probably the Ontario, Canada region um, through an RFP process. And then they'll work closely with us Um, our team at Agnes, including our director, Jan Allen, uh, curatorial staff, Sonny Kerr and contemporary art, um, and Alicia Boutillier, the chief curator, Mm -hmm. uh, and other relevant staff members and myself over the next year or so.
0: Okay, wonderful. So what are the motivations then behind digital development for the arts generally? And what might some of the benefits be?
1: Um, Well, speaking from my own research, I think one of the motivations is to increase access to collections, like materials in art museums and museums in general, and just to provide more information about the artworks in fun and engaging ways. Um, Like, I recall seeing a statistic that said something like 5 to 8% of any museum's collection is typically on view at any given moment. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of art that the public cannot typically see on a day-to-day when they go to visit. Uh, Whereas online, they can take in a much vaster selection of the objects from any particular collection. That being said, the online reach of museums is usually much larger than a typical in-gallery visitorship for example, the Agnes's website reached just over 500,000 visits last year, which wow. is quite substantial. That's yes. half a million visitors. Yeah. <laughs> um, so digital is really important in getting the public aware of what you have to offer at your institution, um, from your exhibitions, public talks, other events and programs, and of course, the contents of your online collections database. So I think by digitalizing the way in which we present our collections, both online and in gallery, we create multiple points of access for visitors around the world, not just Mm -hmm. locally. Um, And then also just fun experiences that take different aspects of objects' histories and highlights those particular narratives that really kind of make people more excited. And In that way, we also make our own work as museum professionals a little bit more transparent uh, through the use of these digital technologies, like our research processes, the way that we think, our discoveries. We are able to share these with our audiences and what makes us excited about them um and then hopefully make everybody else excited too and inspire them indeed <laughs> uh and then in some cases uh digitizing collections is also a great way to preserve them mm-hmm. uh most recently uh like the largest example that's coming to mind right now is in the case of significant damage or loss such as like the Notre Dame Cathedral that just <laughs> regrettably caught fire um But there are many people who have done 3D scans of the interior and the exterior of the architecture, Um, like an art historian, Andrew Tallon, did a laser scan that had about 1 billion points of data within the scan. So those kinds of things will help with the restoration of the architecture. So there are so many benefits to (laughs) digitizing collections.
0: So, uh, with this particular project then, uh, what kinds of technologies do you envision will be uh, implemented or could be implemented for the Agnes?
1: For the Agnes, um, well, we're looking into developing templates for virtual exhibitions and born digital publications. We already do have a template for uh, born digital, but we're looking to expand it a little bit more. Also some fun changes to our website, uh, providing a little bit more narrative and context to really grab people. Mm -hmm. Um, And then some interactive mapping projects are going to be upcoming. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I think this is where the digital needs assessment and digital strategy will also come in because we'll get to explore options for a greater selection of collection and really kind of take advantage of what the entire field has to offer because there are different ways of creating those engagements through potentially virtual reality and Mm -hmm. augmented reality uh photogrammetry and creating 3d models through thousands of
0: photos what's Um, photogrammetry I've never heard that word before. Yeah, (laughs) it's
1: where you take thousands of images of an object and then stitch them all together to create a 3D model. (laughs) It's really cool.
0: (laughs) Oh, I think I need to go get another degree. That's really neat. (laughs) I
1: know. Um, Yeah, and then there's just so many examples of open access software that are coming out of uh, universities around the world uh, right now that museums are taking advantage of to create engagements across disciplines, even mm-hmm. uh, like computer science, getting involved with art objects. And I think there's great opportunities there. Okay. Yeah.
0: So while the assessment and plan is of course not complete, <laughs> the project uh, grant will cover this. Uh, what do you envision uh, as the overall digital goals for the Agnes?
1: Well, for this grant in particular, One of the main goals is to really get the collection more visible Mm -hmm. online.
0: You mentioned accessibility too. Yeah,
1: and that's something else that we're looking into is creating opportunities for those with varied abilities to engage with digital tools as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So that'll be a priority for us. And then I also spoke with our curator and assistant curator of contemporary art, Sunny Kerr and Karina Megazeni, about how we see digital technologies being able to expand what we're already doing Mm -hmm. in the galleries. Um, They thought that uh, maybe some digital projects with artists uh, kind of responding to objects in our collection, like maybe a virtual exhibition, something like that. Okay. also extending conversations about exhibitions that are in gallery uh, on to the internet and different perspectives and reactions to the exhibitions that we're having um, through uh, different lenses Mm -hmm. and speakers and then also potentially some participatory encounters with objects in our collection. So getting you guys involved in uh, the collection and just digital tools online. So I think there's a lot of potential, mm-hmm. especially within the contemporary and ind- indigenous collections. Um, but it'll be really interesting to see the final results of the strategy,
0: and we uh, can't wait to mm-hmm. see these ourselves and, <laughs> and online yeah. and, hear about, and hear about the progress of the project. Uh, so, before uh, closing off, too, uh, we're moving into uh, the spring summer term here on campus at Queens University, and. Uh, the spring summer hopefully spring will arrive in Kingston soon soon. <laughs> <Very> soon. <laughs> what can people expect to see and do maybe at the Agnes this summer
1: um well we have our season launch coming up this Friday actually so we have several different exhibitions opening up uh there's Let's Talk About Sex BB curated by Karina Magazzini and Erin Sutherland really fascinating show uh, Emily Pellstring has mm-hmm. a video installation um, and there's a really wonderful exhibition of Inuit prints and of course last but not least uh, another show opening on Friday is Stepping Out uh, uh, an exhibition of textiles and garments that can be worn to an art gallery and continuing on is Rome mm-hmm. uh, selection of paintings from the Bader collection Mm -hmm. and uh, we also have an exhibition of African art still up
0: all right Mm -hmm. so lots of great opportunities uh, to uh, take advantage of at the Agnes Etherington Art Center and uh, if people want to find more information about uh, your upcoming project or uh, current and uh, upcoming exhibitions how can Mm. people find out more
1: uh, we can go to our website, which is agnes.queensu.ca. Very topical. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so, last, uh, last bit here uh, do you have any advice for any uh, burgeoning young scholars who are maybe doing art history or digital humanities or anything like that? Uh, oh. Ah, there's h- the hot question. Learn how to code.
1: Everybody should learn how to code, <laughs> <laughs> um, and make friends in other departments. Uh, I think the interdisciplinary nature of the digital humanities, in particular, I think learning from people in the English department who are doing text analysis projects, it's it really kind of pushes you to think about your own discipline a little bit more. Uh, so don't just silo, your, silo yourself in your own department. Go talk to other people.
0: That's outstanding advice. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much, Danuna Searhouse, Digital Development Coordinator at the Agnes Etherington Art Centre. We really do appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Thank
1: you so much for having me.
0: And congratulations once again on this very prestigious uh, grant, $50,000 from the Canada Council for the Arts Digital Strategy Fund. That's a huge accomplishment. Well done.
1: Thank you you
0: you've been listening to campus beat here at cfrc 101.9 fm and yes that was denuda searhouse from the agnes etherington art center and uh thanks again for coming in what do we have coming up next Danuta?
1: ready for the world's digital display from 1985
0: all right let's hear it
2: Feel good. Even if I wanna turn my and I don't think I could. 36. 36. Always dreamed of your measurement in the neon lights. 24. Personally speaking, baby, you can light up my room and brighten up my nights. 36. I never had a girl before. With much of a figure, so excuse me if I start to play with your digital display. Digital, display. I wish it could just start to glow to make your digits wanna show. Digital display, I could kill you off all day. Digital, digital display. It's always did know. Your digits show I feel that I don't have to ask. Take my hand and I'll take yours and guide it in the right way. And when it's fair, you can tell your friends how you made my digit display. You're what I've been waiting for to raise my. I've been stuck all day, and it makes me feel this way. Girl before, but much of a figure. So, excuse me if I start to play with your digital display. Digital
3: display, oh, she's got to go.